think it's a habit or a pattern. For whatever reason, the day that you don't want to do something is the day you the day you know you need to do it. And this is literally exhibit A of of that meaning. I know what I'm supposed to do. I know what I need to get done. I know my purpose. I know my why. All of those things, all of those cards have been on the table. And they've been on the table for quite some time. I just did not know the magnitude of the doing or lack thereof and how it can play a part into your daily activities. This is going to be wave two of the recording I tried to do earlier, literally 24 hours ago, because for whatever reason, and this is a, this is a tech tip, this is a recording tip for any of you who do voice recordings on your phone. If you're using voice recordings, the voice recordings app for iPhone, let me be clear. And you connect AirPods. Be sure that when you hit record within the application, that the app is aware that you want the microphone source to be your AirPods and not your phone. Why is that important, Brian? Well, if you set the if you set the microphone for your phone instead of your airpods like right now i'm walking my phone is not in my hand my phone is in my pocket but because it's in my pocket you're gonna hear me talking but you're gonna hear more of static and rumbling of wherever the phone is sitting so let's say if it was in my pocket with my keys all you're going to hear is keys. If it's sitting in my hoodie pocket, all you're going to hear is the hoodie ruffling back and forth. So now it's set to AirPods, so it's a lot clearer. You can actually hear me talking and not hear all the rumbling and fumbling. So I just want to get that disclaimer out of the way. Not that it was necessary, but... It was, it was necessary. There's a strong chance that all of these audios that I've been holding on to will be set in like one full swoop, if you will, on, uh, on my laptop. And I'll probably just do like a, a mass edit because... Let's face it, has Brian really and truly made time to edit or record any podcast in the last two or three weeks? Absolutely not. Would Brian like to do another recording? Absolutely. My objective, which I've, I won't say blatantly, but my plan, which I've which I'm looking to be sure I remember to do is to record 
using my microphone while I'm in Texas for the conference. Uh, so I talked about this a little bit yesterday, but I want to continue the story today. And I may have to go a different route because not that I don't think it would be a good recording, but I don't want a bunch of cars in the background of my audio. So let me go a different route. Um, let's unpack. Let's, let's slow walk a little bit. And these are not, before I go any further, these are not intended to be buzzwords. These are not intended to be clickbait. This is not intended to generate or draw the wrong attention. This is a authentic recording from an authentic source who has endured, most importantly, gone through an authentic experience. Men at times unknowingly ignore their mental health. And I'll take it a step further in saying that men at times can deny or disregard their true mental well-being. For the last few years, I've really been on the prowl and on the press of another form of well-being known as digital well-being, which if you want a deeper dive of that conversation, I'm definitely open to discussing that after after Afrotech. I definitely want to chop it up about that. But mental well-being sometimes can get caught in a rapture, can get lost in translation, can be misconstrued, misinterpreted, however you want to term it. And the reason I'm talking about this today is because many times we are functioning through our well-being, thinking that our well-being is wealth. But the reality is our well-being is burnt out, or our energy is burnt out, body, mind, spirit, one of the three is burnt out. Sometimes it takes you having to sit with it, it sometimes takes you having to process all that's going on, and I pretty much had to endure and experience a lot of that in the last few days. Interestingly enough, it was a few days ago. So I did a, I did my morning walk. And during that walk, I did a recording just like this. Recording was cool. Everything with that recording was fine. After the recording and later on that day, I think life just said, ooh, Life is ready to life. 
And Brian was not ready for life to life at all. Didn't plan it that way. Didn't want it to be that way. But sometimes you have no control over what life wants to do. Life is going to do what life wants to do. Period. End of discussion. And so I went through my normal day. Went through a few things. And bam. Hit that wall. A wall equated or equal to a what I defined as a mini meltdown. Which by the way is one of the worst experiences to ever go through. Only because you have no awareness of the cause or source. Good morning. And in this case, I couldn't pinpoint but why, but what got me here? How do I get out of this? What's the plan? Et cetera, et cetera. And I was going through it. I was going through it. So much so that sat at my desk, had a conversation about something, and barrel of emotions hit. Felt felt hot. Felt scared. Felt unsure. Every emotion you can think of, all just hit at one time. And so, I, which I normally don't do, but in this case it was an exception. I socially vented, and uh, a couple people had concerns, as as expected, and uh, I reached out to one of my friends, and a couple people talked to me. Like I had, I had quite a few conversations that day. Uh, and in talking to one of those, one of my friends, she was able to kind of bring it to the forefront of you need to reset you need to stop pause take a break and anyone that knows me on any level knows that breaks pauses stops aren't really my strong suit and at times that can be challenging for someone who is consistently accustomed to the go, go, go mindset of I got to stay on my, I got to stay on my toes. I got to stay active. I got to stay relevant. I got to stay moving because what happens is we feel as though we're, if we're, if we're not pausing, if we're not resetting, we're stagnant and the, the truth of the matter is that's far from the case. And many, in many instances, we need that. Our mind needs that break. Our body needs that break. Our spirit needs that break. And we sometimes don't know what the source of it is or what's caused us to reach that point. And that's where taking a break comes into play. 
Um, there were a lot of, uh, there were a fair amount of teachable instances for what I experienced. Uh, the obvious was to be more communicative. Obvious, you know, to, to kind of lean on one of my famous phrases, be impacted with your word. Which, in hindsight, means if you don't say anything, no one knows anything. Um, and as far as I'm concerned, I'm very, I have a tendency to be very non-vocal at times. I kind of, I've kind of allowed my nonchalantness to get the best of me. And thinking, oh, being nonchalant will just work and it'll get you through. But it's like, no, sometimes you need to speak this out. You need to talk to somebody. You need to check in. You need to do something. And if you're not doing that, then there's a, if you're not doing that for yourself, not for the other people, because I hate to say it, other people don't care. The other people are going through what they're going through. They're going to talk. They're going to ask for help. Those who need help are going to take those, take those steps in doing so. So fast forward. So, so I, so like I said, I, I went through that, that tear down or had that moment. And while I'm going through it, I'm like, I got a meeting coming up. I go to the meeting. I'm present. I'm available. You know, I spoke. I gave my, my dialogue of what was what. Um, I'm not. I'm tech savvy, but I'm still not as lingo savvy as I would like to be with work. And I don't. I don't use that as a crutch or a cripple, like, woe is me, I'm going through through life life changes. It's just when you're sitting around and you hear people talk about what they're talking about, you kind of can gauge how the dialogue can, can or can't go, right? So um, we go through our, our breakdown, everybody's giving their, their spiel, running through everything, and uh, after we finish, I said, all right, just go outside and get some fresh air. So I sat outside. Usually I sit outside for maybe like 10, 15 minutes. I sat outside for almost a half hour. And the interesting part was I could have easily, with no problem, taken my walk right then and there. But I was like, I just need to sit and I need to gather my thoughts. I need to recollect. Uh, I attempted to schedule an appointment for my PCP. Thankfully, I did end up getting that done yesterday. Um, and, and I'm, I'm not sure if this is, this may be the place to share it. It may not be, I don't know, but I'm gonna share it while I'm thinking about it. The last few days have shown me why I'm more of, why I'm more cognizant and why I'm more aware of when I need those moments of, okay, you have to break things down and you can't just look at it as, do it and be done with it like break down what needs to be done to accomplish what you're trying to accomplish case in point with what i'm working on as far as my workflow there are a lot of things that the troubleshooting and the critical thinking heightened a bit in a good way of course but it heightened to the point where i can't just look at it like, oh, I'm just looking at it and figure it out. It's like, no, it's not one of those look at it and figure it out type of thing. You gotta 
you got to push it a little bit and give it a little bit of TLC and you got to dance in a different different demeanor. And I'm like, okay, I understand that now. So, and I, I shared this in the recording I did yesterday and I feel bad because I don't have any of that recording at all, but you know, it is what it is. Um, but what I will say is, um, The internet can carry you where the, the the internet or social media can, can, it can do its job unknowingly. And I was able to get some influence in some unique sources yesterday. I'll put it that way. Uh, long story short, there were two fans of a soccer club. I'm wanting to say it was Norwich, but I could be wrong. Um, but they were both watching the team play. You would just see it was like the camera was was facing them, and it shows like the rest of the crowd, and you know it's two friends who are good friends. One friend will come in, he'll sit down, and just kind of chill, and the other friend would sit and was very animated and was you know going through his day to day, and so each time they would they would go to each game. The friend that was very animated would be like, hey, how's your day? How you, how you been? How you doing? What's been going on? Are you doing all right? And the other friend was like, yeah, I'm good. You know, things are things. Just ready to watch some soccer, watch some football. And um, it became a very transparent transition because They show this. They show the screen again of them getting ready to walk in, and the friend that was very animated, very vocal, wasn't there, but the other friend was. So he comes in, and anyone who does or doesn't watch soccer, um, one of the big trademarks of Staples of soccer are the scarves, which personally I love every soccer scarf that. I could or couldn't possibly own, but not about that. Just wanted to share that. But the scarf for the game, the friend takes the scarf off, puts it on the seat. He takes his head off, puts it in the seat. Because the story kind of presented itself as if his friend, who was very animated, very vocal, was no longer here. And in the comments of that video, everything circled to Robin Williams. And his um, untimely death. I didn't know much, like I knew about him, I knew who he was, had a general consensus of his persona, watched a lot of stuff he performed in. But this was a, this this had a different hit to it because they showed this video and it was kind of almost like his his final goodbye and after he did the video from what I read online he he hung himself 
and the big story or the big topic. And mind you, this is you're looking at like nine. This is nine years ago. It wasn't given the attention then, even still not given as much attention now of men's mental health. And I know that's like what the topic where I started this all when I first started this conversation today. But for men and their mental health, it really has been put on this very creepy, random back burner. Believe, I believe we're coming close to the anniversary of Twitch's passing. Twitch, who was a known dancer, like, they showed a video of him doing, like, some dance moves with his family. And then the next story was that he had ended his life. And that's the second layer of it that becomes more of a dialogue of men's mental health, like men, black men's mental health, or just black men's well-being. It's already enough as it is trying to be black, trying to be a man, but then to add to it, trying to live safely, live peacefully, you know, hustle, grind, like, even, it was a video I saw, and this has nothing to do with nothing, but it was like, it's so unfair how to, how the world and how the internet pushes this narrative that you need to have a hustler mentality of getting an LLC, starting a business. And it's like, or getting multiple streams of income. And the dilemma behind that is it is, but it isn't because a lot of people who did a lot of the stuff that they did, didn't do as much of the quote unquote, <laughs> extraneous work as we believe was done. Some people inherited businesses. Some people, the business started as next to nothing and then just blew up. Like, to this day, I always try to catch in a, a view of Steve Jobs' story, of Jeff Bezos' story, of Bill Gates' story. And I know... It's like, well, Brian, you're looking at all the white men. You're not looking at any black men who, who started the journey. Most of, mostly everyone is following a similar blueprint. Um, if you really want to be technical, I've technically seen from, from the time, like Kobe played basketball when YouTube wasn't a thing. So the following of his story mainly transpired through watching him play the stories that were shared um, as he got older, kind of engulfing and embracing the Mamba mentality. All of that comes into play. And ironically, I still, I have the, I think the book is in my car. Um, I still have that book that I need to like read like yesterday. Um, And that's something else too. Like that's probably going to be the message I'm going to close with. Invest time in, two things and this is for men all all men I think should do this more invest time in more reading and invest more time in journaling and I'm saying that I'm using those two 
references because as time progresses, we are we are placed in this position where there's a massive amount of data, statistics, information, knowledge, all available to us. But we don't go after it. We think it's supposed to just be there and we retain it. Like I have a, a image, I have two images in my on my wall. One that kind of goes over the breakdown of um the four agreements and the other one breaks down uh atomic habits. Now the reality is I need to read the like I've read the four agreements already, but I really need to read Atomic Habits and understand it in its entirety. Um, because that will then begin to make more sense of what to work on and how to work on it. So that's what I got for y'all. Hope y'all have an amazing Friday. I will likely be doing a recording while I'm at Afrotech, but I want to go ahead and get some content popping this morning. But I'll catch y'all on the flip.